Mood.tv Welcome back, you audience wonderfuls. This week we have got two beautiful boys. They were on our show last year, so they'll ring a bell. We got Casey Jost and we got Joe Ambergio. They have their very own podcast called the JV Squadcast that we had the pleasure of coming on last year. Aside from that, you'll know them from Impractical Jokers, where they produce, they write, they act, they do it all. What can't these guys do? Welcome to the show, Casey and Joe. Hey, glad to be back. Yeah. With a full glass of whiskey and Joe's got a Negroni going. I'm so jealous. Anthony, you look like you're in like a coffin. This is a, like a, <laughs> yeah. a GoPro in a coffin or something. Right I feel now. like that's how it's always like talking to me on this, being that it's just my face and you and there's not much going And the lighting I've got going on, it is, it is funeral homey. That's for sure. But it's also very like... Edward Snowden, like you want to give no information of where you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm never looking. Never. Do I? I don't look like I'm looking. I'm just always looking down. So it always seems like some kind of interrogation. Yeah, yeah. But you do always kind of look like Edward Snowden now that he mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, generally, very. It's it's very villainous. <laughs> like like I've taken over the main frame and I'm here to ask questions. <laughs> like the eyeline is what's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's you know what it is. It's it's Dennis Quaid in uh, Speed. <laughs> Dennis Hopper. Oh, sorry. Dennis Hopper. Thank Dennis you, Hopper. Dennis oh, Hopper. Thank God I have you. <laughs> Dennis Quaid's closer, though, in general, again. Because, you know, thank God for you, Joe, because honestly, I'd say that, and if you if you two didn't know it, then, like, whoever's, like, listening is, like, fucking Hopper. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, be so, so you upset. get to be the person who gets to say it. I got your back. We got the EJ5000 here. How's it going, uh, everybody? It's good. They're good. I was not prepared. I'm never pre- prepared for that, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm distracted. My cat's doing that. He jumps on this thing sometimes that, that all of like our cookware is on. Mm. And it d- drives me nuts. Like this one particular thing he jumps on. It's like a baker. It's called like a baker's rack. Uh, rack or something. Yeah. yeah. And he's just wagging his tail on like my all my food stuff. It's very annoying. Can't wait to cook for you guys. Yeah. See, that was me. I knew what the baker's rack was. So I jumped in. I was able to stop the people from home yeah. from getting mad at not knowing what that was. So thank you. Do you have one? I don't now, but I did have one growing up. I had two different ones. Uh, one of them we kept outside. We had plants and shit on it. It was kind of neat. Are they very loud? Is it a bad thing for a cat to be on? No, it's just sort of precarious, and uh, he's just going to probably shed on some bowls or something up there that I got to clean out now. Shit or shed? Or who knows? Shed. Hopefully not shed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's just not shed. A baker's rack sounds really derogatory, right? Yeah, you can't say that anymore. Like a real baker's rack. Yeah. I'm sure it's on Urban Dictionary. I wouldn't doubt that for one moment. Actually, a baker's rack is one more than a regular rack. <laughs> total recall. Oh, total recall rack. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. recall rack right there. <laughs> also, a baker's dozen. Yeah. Casey, before we got going, you had you had something you would you wanted to, to share with the class yeah because as i was like getting this ready and like putting my garage band going to like record my audio and, and like closing windows i was like oh i have some torrents that are going and i was like i can't believe i'm torrenting <laughs> you, you, you torrent <laughs> i'm torrenting right now wow oh. what are you torrenting like the new kings of leon nft <laughs> no no i'm tor- i'm i'm getting like a few albums that like i i, I didn't have in my iTunes. So I, I'm, I'm, I've been torrenting like the last couple days. I'm impressed that you're into this. I'm, I'm impressed too. Yeah, you're like one of the last few holding on. No, it's, it's very slow. It's very hard. It's like back to like what it was like when you first started. But I, my, my thing that I'm thinking about is like I don't think artists would care at this point. I still, I'm, I'm paying for, I'm paying for, you know, 
YouTube uh, music, which used to be Google Play. Yep. So I'm paying money for that. I, I still listen mostly on that, but I do like the idea of like having a bunch. And if it's a local band, which I mean, you wouldn't be able to find on, you know, Pirate Bay most of the time. I will try to go to Bandcamp and buy it. But like I got, you know, what did I get? I got like I, the, like those Wu-Tang albums that like no one's really listened to in the last like five years, seven years. Now we're talking. So I got those. I got a few other, you know, I filled out the discography for a few artists. I used to be all all about private trackers and stuff. You had like to join these communities. You have to like go to the IRC channel and like interview to be able to join it. Oh my God. What a hubbub. It was like a whole to do. It was great. And I would get all kinds of, you can get at, like programs, books. Yeah, music. That's nice, though. There's a sense of community there that just is not around these days. Yeah. Oh, but I'm I'm a scumbag when it comes to this because I will <laughs> download the files and then I'll put them in my iTunes and I use iTunes Match so that it goes up to like a cloud. Also, iTunes gives you, if it matches it, it gives you the iTunes version. Oh. It's like, oh, this is a this is like a pirated thing. Yeah, we Don't already worry about got it. this. Here's yeah. the real one. Right. Wow. It's oh. great. It's insane. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I then I delete the file from my computer so I don't see it. I don't like help the community at all. Right. Well, that's the thing with the private ones. You had to maintain a ratio to like stay on board. So wow, that is its own kind of blast from the past for sure. Yeah. Well, I do have a question for this week's episode. Let me ask you a question. Mm. If we want to, if we want to dive right in, and the question goes a little something like this: Did you have irrational fears as a child? And if you did have irrational fears. What did they consist of? And is it anything that weirdly has persisted in your life? That's the final part. Well, let's just start with irrational fears when you were a kid. I, I have a couple thoughts on this, but like, help, help me just make sure I'm on the right track here. Like, Absolutely. What do you mean by irrational? Because every fear comes from a, a, a yes. something, yep. right? Yep, absolutely. So you could say that, uh, you know, any, any fear could, I guess, could equally be rational or irrational, depending on how you look at it. But what I'm thinking of is stuff that you're looking back as an adult and you kind of can't believe it because it just it seems kind of either like cute or charming now despite the fact that it terrified you when you were young i had i think this counts i had a reoccurring dream yes uh that in the middle of the night a spider would climb into my bed (laughs) go to my penis and put it's like daddy long leg arm into my pee hole oh Whoa. So that's irrational because that is scary. I no mean, matter how you cut it's it, it's scary. Yeah, but like it's irrational because it's it's probably not going to yeah, happen. Probably, like, there is a right. chance that I'll probably eat a spider. Right? They say that like eight of them. Yeah, and you're it like you eat you eat like eight a year. Is it eight a year? Oh wow! What's wrong with these spiders? What are the spiders doing getting in my mouth? Why are they getting in my pee hole? And what are they putting in there? What are they <laughs> yeah. like? Are they putting seed eggs? Eggs? How do you picture it going in head first and like skittering in with its legs? Yeah, is there a pull or is it just one arm? It's one little dippy in mouth in. Mouth or pee hole? You're saying pee hole. Yeah. How, how does it go? Pee hole. No, it's going. It's dipping one R. One. I, and I used to always also think that it would be interesting. Like he probably he's like a piece of shit and probably dipped that one arm in like like lemon juice, <laughs> and then he's like putting that in to like spice it up a little yeah. bit and burn my peel. So you feel like you're being targeted by this spider. <laughs> I, I wonder. Yeah, I, for sure. Like because I killed some spider at one point and it's the, it's daddy long legs. Oh, retribution. And it's coming and it's putting its pee hole in and then it's like tucking something in there like, you know, uh, it's baby. Does it do a movement? Is there a spin, a swirl, just a cupping? I think it might do a little, yeah, yeah. move its hand a little bit and like Put, like put something where I can't reach it. Yeah. Have you ever seen those head massagers that are like like wires? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's kind of yes. like it, the the wires go into your pee hole wire first, and now this bulge is sticking out of it. 
and it twists around and causes like oh, a... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Is that what you're... Well, just of? one of those wires. Yeah, though. I wonder if it's like kind of like, you know how like a contortionist like can like work its way in. I wonder if it's putting its whole body into my pee hole, like one leg at a time getting in there for warmth and to like, you know, for the winter hibernate. Probably a pretty cozy place, I would think, a pee hole. Well, more about the dream. Is it like, do you wake up whenever there's insertion and, and like, is it the same exact dream or is it the same spider? Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, why can't I move in this scenario? Um, um, but I, it was just, it was a dream that I would have reoccurring. I've also had like plenty of bug dreams, but I think other people probably have those, but this one's like so irrational and specific that I feel like it's more like, you know, I've, I've had plenty of, I was convinced I've had bed bugs. I've, I've been, you know, I've woke up in the middle of the night and like hit like nothing. I've like done this to my wife and like Casey in the middle of the night is, is scary. Yes. I've been there for it. I've, we've had, I've shared a room with him before and like he'll just pop up in the middle of the night and his face is like white as a ghost and his eyes are all bloodshot. He just like, <laughs> like immediately like sits up perfectly vertically in bed. Oh, like right out of the Undertaker style. Yeah. Vampire nice. style. Yeah. You call it vampire style. Yeah. And he just like looks around. Like, Wait, is like this, this is not like, always bug stuff though. This is just a Casey thing. Well, I don't know what's going on in his head, but I've seen it. And just night terrors. Just, just night like, terrors. I'm having like, I think I wake up like I've done it to Lisa a thousand times, but I also am very manic in some ways that sometimes I'll just be like hysterically laughing in the middle of the night. I do that, too. Yeah. And I I also she told me one time in the she she was like awake because I was making noise. And then I said this. I said, Mom, Mom. Kanye West. <laughs> That's good. I laugh in my sleep too. We watched The Exorcist like for the first time, and I think that that night I was like laughing in my sleep. It's creepy. That's what I was told. It is kind of funny. I watched it it's for the first time movie, on Halloween. I had never seen it before, actually. Yeah, it's good. It holds up. Yeah. It actually yeah. does hold up. I totally agree. All right. Anybody else have irrational fears or things that maybe irrational is the wrong word, but but things like I think Casey's in the ballpark. That kind of a thing. Improbable. I guess when I was misbehaving, my mom would do this thing to, to I, I don't know what, it, I don't know what she was thinking, but she would put on this like country accent and like, and she would just be like, she'd be like, your mom's gone. She would like, what? she put on this country accent and I would be so scared because I was like, she's gone. Who's this new woman with this Southern accent? Like this like evil foghorn leghorn. She wasn't foghorn leghorn. She wasn't like that. Would she be laughing? I think so, because she knew it was crazy. But this is when you did something wrong? Yeah, when I was being, like, a bad kid, you know? It was, like, a way to, like, either discipline me or scare me or, like, something. Yeah, but that's interesting. This is incredible. Chase me around the house, doing this country accent. She'd be like, I say, boy, and she, like, chase me around. What? Your mom is also, what this is so funny about this for me is your mom is also, like, fluent in Ukrainian? Ukrainian and Spanish, yeah. Oh, wow. In Spanish. And, And so, like... Because of that, like, I mean, she speaks like very good English, but she has like a slight accent or something. Does she? I wouldn't notice. You wouldn't notice. But like, it's very it's just different than like, I think, like probably our moms growing up because like like they were Staten Island women. And, you know, like even, you know, to a degree, whereas your mom like has like a different she's also like an artist. She's very cool, but she had like a slight I would say like a very slight accent. So it's interesting that it's ve- it's not and it's also not Southern accent at all. No, so no it's not really either. interesting for what I would love to hear what her version. You could probably get her to do it. It used to scare the shit out of me, man. Well, I just want to hear the process that she said. This is the voice I need. I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know what I, it's. it's a strange thing. I guess one day if I have a kid, that'll be like. 
I'll probably start doing weird shit like that just to amuse myself, you know? I imagine that's what she was doing. <laughs> I hope you just slip into country. I hope you don't think about it. And suddenly, boom. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, there. maybe I'll steal her, steal her move. It does seem like something you would do, too. Like, to a kid. Like, I've seen you play with kids. I've seen Joe play with, like, kids and dogs and stuff. And he does, like, get in there. Get in the mix. <laughs> yeah. I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. <laughs> I can see him, like, getting in there in a, in a country way. Like, you know, with, like, like Megan Manduke's kid. <laughs> I don't know how she... Um, stumbled upon this thing, but it had it had a very like clear and distinct effect on me. Where I was like, like shaken and like <laughs> scared that I'd like lost my mother. It's fucked up. <laughs> Did movies with southern accents affect you after in, in any way after that, or it was only that your mother kind of disappeared and this accent reappeared in her place? It was just this like she's gone. She's been replaced. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of but just like Casey's a little rational, but but I think. Like Anthony, this it's the right realm, but that's kind of rational to think that your your mom has been replaced. Well, yeah, at a certain age, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, huh. yeah, she's giving you a, th- she's speeding like like spoon feeding you fear, like in, you know what I mean. I'm not saying that she's a bad mom. She's obviously great. No, yeah, like, but I'm, it's psychological warfare though. Yes, <laughs> I mean, what isn't? But like, all right. So this reminds me like another one that I, I like, and I t- I'm not sure if this is ir- I think this is irrational because I've kind of created this whole thing on my own. So. I grew up in the 90s and I was chubby. So that was bad. <laughs> like, like now, like in a good way, like it's, you know what I mean? Like I think every, I'm hoping that there's like more body positivity and stuff. But yeah. like yeah. I, w- I grew up in the 90s. And so like if you were, I was, I was very chubby. So I was made fun of once in a while. And like, I think I got through pretty well, but I definitely have some complexes from it. But a fear that I had that I completely made up was I thought that if, because I was chubby when I would run, people would make fun of like my body like shaking or like you know what i mean even if i'm oh, wearing like the, like the jiggle jiggle oh i see even with clothes like not shirtless but like with clothes on like with a shirt on i was very nervous about this and i developed a running like where i would have my arms close to my body crisp like crossing oh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so on the i was on the basketball team and when i would run I would do that. <laughs> I can't picture this. It's crazy. And I, I, I just thought of this the other day and it was like really embarrassing. Like, like I thought about this where my dad, like after a game was like, Hey Casey, like I noticed you've been running, you know, with your arms crossed, <laughs> like, like to your body. I think that you'd actually get a lot more, like you'd get a lot more speed. Oh, I love you, you, you presented you, it so nicely. Oh yeah, he was I just like it. he's like you know he he was like an engineer. What kind of accent did he put on for it though? Yeah. <laughs> what you're gonna want to do here is he yeah. was Russian. It was really like Rocky. Was like, you must train. <laughs> <laughs> did you explain though what what was happening, or you just got oh that, you know what that is a good idea? No, of course not. I can't. <laughs> Although like you know my dad used to do this thing because he was also in the '90s like a heavier dad too, and he would be like, hey, me and you. Like we need to get like on like the healthy train, you know, like we just, oh wow, it's nice. nothing, nothing wrong with it, but just, we need to like start, you know, being a little bit healthier. Oh, I love like it. he was pretty good about it. Also probably, yeah, that's awesome. you know, but like anyway, so I, I probably could have confided in him. He's probably the only person who would get it, but, um, I didn't. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like I'll try it. It's just the way I run, <laughs> you know, like very contrived. The arms crossed. It does seem like a little superhero-y though, which is kind of nice. It seems like you're channeling some kind of superhero. I don't know who does that. I think it came from, I was in like a basketball camp, like that was different than like my school one. And I remember we, there was shirts and skins. Oh no. And I made it through like the entire camp <laughs> with 
with shirts being always shirts <laughs> and it came down to like uh, the last game it's like the championship game and we're playing against a team with the only girl in the entire camp they oh, had also yes. made it all the way so they were like okay you guys don't have to be skins and I was like are you sure well that seems unfair <laughs> why don't we flip a coin usually <laughs> and so for the first time this entire year I had to like take off my shirt which also I grew up like going to a swim club and being on the swim team I was never afraid of that for some reason but this was like all new kids and I had never swam with these kids. So I remember taking my shirt off and like running around. And I, I remember like I was like, it's not going to be a big deal, Casey. Like it, you're you're being irrational. I didn't know that word at the time, but I was probably like, you'll be fine. And then I, a counselor was like, ha ha, that boy have titty. No. <laughs> This is like this. Okay, when I turned 18, when I turned 18, my brother, my brother takes me to a strip club. This is the first thing he does the night I turn 18. And my first experience in in that sort of environment is I'm sitting there and my brother used to love going to the strip club. He always went to this place called the Grand View. And so he sits me down. And the first thing that happens, the first thing is a stripper. And I'm very self-conscious. So, so self-conscious. She comes over and she goes, you got bigger tits than me. Oh, my. Oh my God. God. Did you? And that was my first night out. First night ever in that kind of thing. I was so mortified and my brother was like, ooh, can we stay though? <laughs> yep. Oh man. <laughs> you like the view. The grand view. That's a way to lose a customer, by the way, too. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't go back to the Grand View. I'll have to, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get maybe in her experience there in the past when she's used that line, it's she's you know people have responded positively. Hey, yeah, I'm sure someone has. I bet the regulars do. It's a compliment in some cultures. It's just possible, I suppose, that she didn't want to give a lap dance to an 18 year old boy. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I bet this 18 year old kid has a ton of money to throw at me, <laughs> right? With his <laughs> summer job washing cars or whatever it is. So. Yeah, I wonder if they sort of summarily insult young people, which is a good idea. Yeah. It seems that does seem like a wise way to handle Not it. Not a bad idea. EJ, what do you got? Uh, I had a bunch of things running through my head, but the most irrational one that is at the forefront of my mind, which is still, like I think Joe was saying in the beginning, slightly based in some rationale, is um, still to this day, too, it, it ties into that. Whenever I'm swimming in a pool by myself, I'm checking for sharks. Even in a pool? <laughs> that's that's the irrational part. <laughs> if it, would make, it makes sense in the ocean. But whenever I'm in like a pool, I remember starting probably at the age of like probably... It wasn't really young, probably around seven or eight. We had, there was an indoor pool back where I used to live. It went down to, I think, 11 feet. And for some reason, every time I would jump in it, I would just have to look first to make sure there was no sharks in there, completely knowing, again, and like knowing rationally that there cannot be a shark in there. They wouldn't survive in there. Why would a shark be in there? What do you, what do you think laid the egg, laid the shark egg for this fear? In your mind, man, I th- you know I think this stuff goes way back. Like sharks are in water, primordial, it's instinctive. They are our enemies. I don't think it was like I didn't see Jaws or anything like that. It's just I, you were born with the fear of the shark. I I, I think it's in most of us. I have a, a fear of of the ocean. I swim in it, but I still am very like I don't belong there. I'm supposed to be up here. You don't want to be out too far. Yeah, yeah. So I respect that. It makes you wonder if you like raised a kid and didn't tell them about like predator prey and like, absolutely and like you know ghosts and monsters and things like that if you fed them shark even yeah would they still be scared of something or if you showed them those things but in an environment that they associate with good things i wonder if they would actually form a different kind of connection to it i always wonder about that i think a lot of that stuff is built into our our quote-unquote lizard brain though too yeah. like you know when we see like bugs bugs are built into our lizard brain most bugs 
you know, we got indoors and bleach and fly sweat can't really hurt us, but we still all have a, I think, still rational fear of those little things, you know? It's also a survival mechanism. I also think that fear is unavoidable because people like it to a certain degree. There's a whole industry of it that's like you want to be scared. So recently I was with my niece and uh, Lisa, my wife, was like, oh, you know, like, what music do you like? And she said, Billie Eilish. And then she was like, oh, yeah, you like Billie Eilish? And she's like five years old. And she was like, she was like, yeah, she's scary, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and like to a a kid, like five years old, like Billie Eilish is probably a little bit scary. And I, yeah, she don't smile. She's always looking so upset. It Mm -hmm. made me like, like Billie Eilish a lot more, you know? And I was like, that's so cool. Like that she's the Marilyn Manson or something. That is cool. That's funny. That's exactly what I was going to say. Marilyn Manson. Yeah. That's so wild. And now Marilyn Manson's like actually scared. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like yep. a predator. Um, yeah, that, that reminded me, EJ, of um, when I was a kid. And this is probably not, I don't know if it's irrational. You tell me. Uh, so the drain, when the, whenever like I would take a bath, I had to get out of the, out of the tub before the, the, the plug was pulled. Like I would freak out if, if, if like a family member pulled that plug while I was still in the bath. That seems irrational. Because I was so afraid of the water, like the the, the pool at the the end, like the little uh, tornado or the whirlpool. Whirlpool. Were there not movies with that that built into it too? I feel like um, it's not Child's Play. The one with the redheaded kid who was Problem Child. I think that might have been been in that. Hmm. Or maybe in the original It or something. I feel... It also sounds like a Nightmare on Elm Street type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I... I don't disagree that that is irrational, but also like Anthony's saying that the whole was somebody afraid of flushing in a movie because I I, I kind of remember also at one point being afraid of flushing, but not as much as the whirlpool. Definitely on airplanes. I always had that fear of the uh, you always hear about when you were young. Oh God, yeah. yeah, the flushing oh, yeah, on the yeah. airplanes that'll suck your, your guts coming out of your butts. Yeah, yeah. Which also seems irrational, but I haven't tried it. Don't knock it. There are things that I still haven't tried because of irrational fears. And that's the thing, too. Like, most fear is based in the unknown. I think most, not all, because I think a lot of it is that lizard brain stuff where it's like when, as animals, we are afraid of certain things. We're you know, So I think that's probably a percentage, but most stuff is the unknown. So all these things that we're saying, what happens if a daddy long leg spider happens to pop up whenever my dick's out and put my, my, you know, I don't know. Do you wear layers to bed case? Like layers on yes. like pants and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not pants. You sleep with a condom on? Oh yeah. Just in case. I, again, you know what I mean? Right. Anything can happen. Anyone can happen. Yeah. <laughs> I sleep with lots of layers, actually. I weirdly sleep with lots of layers. I don't. You mean clothing layers or like blankets? Clothing layers. Clothing layers. I, I for a while, was sleeping with a hoodie, and it was the best sleep I ever had. I sleep with a hoodie every night. I pull it. I pull it right over my eyes. Hoodie up. That's how I picture you in college, yeah. Who, me? Uh, that's a very, yeah. Wow, I don't remember even doing it then. It's very cozy in there. It's also when I poop, I pull a shirt right over my head. Same thing. Really? I really do. I love Wait, when, I'm we- when I'm wearing you a hoodie. pull a shirt over your head? I pull it right up over my head because it feels like I'm in my own my own little room. Wow. It feels, it's very, it's very, uh, very cozy. This is great. Do you use public restrooms? <laughs> we just talked about this like two podcasts ago. I only <laughs> use stalls in public restrooms. I never Never use urinals ever. Oh, when I use stalls, I, I leave the door unlocked. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, is it? Does it give you a little thrill? Cheap thrill? I think it might. Yeah. I'm Are just, you kidding me? When, when you pee or when you poop or both? When I when I pee, when I poop, no, when I poop, it's a lockdown. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. I put. OK, that's uh, fine. That's OK. How long do you wait when somebody's opening the door to let them know? I just I want to know this is this is my I'm staking this claim here. 
when I'm peeing. I'm marking my territory. Oh, I, I see. do the same I thing, see. Joe. But the reason I do it is because I'm kind of like, oh, like I want this guy to know it's going to be quick. Like you could, you could, you could wait. Do you leave the door a little ajar? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I want to announce like this is a quick one. I don't normally use the stall, but it's what's available. You Are know? we talking about a number two? Number one. Number no. one. Oh, one. <laughs> the one's whole time only, I was only. thinking that no. you shit that you sh- you sit there and you're just no, I'm not kinda, that. yeah I was you like there. You're yeah right. you're shitting there and you're leaving it for the thrill. So Anthony, you get off a plane and then there's that rush yep. to everyone using the bathroom and there's a long line. You wait on an even longer line, Absolutely. which is the poop line, hundred percent, just for peeps. I will always wait on a long line, and it, there are scenarios. Listen, if it's a desperate, desperate scenario, I'm going to use the urinal. What if there's a urinal that's like by itself there's nobody in the room or what do you mean nobody in the room and also it's like there's no not even a like a urinal next to it there's an option there's an option right there's like a, a toilet and a urinal if there's a toilet and a urinal i always going to use the toilet always going to wow. use the toilet every well, single no, time my question is all right so there's somebody all right so so here's my question <laughs> i love that this was like two podcasts ago this is an sorry an, rehashing an endless it. Stre- no i love this endless stream of delight <laughs> hit me yeah okay. stalls are packed there's a line for stalls right there are urinals there are urinals that like have you know the, the, there's people next to each other but there's also this like magic urinal at the end of the at the end of the row that's like by itself yeah a little off on its own the pariah there's still maybe some there's a, there's somebody on every line but like so which line do you pick i'm still going right to the stall <gasps> but here's the reason here's the reason for that though is is uh, there's a couple things at play here but one of them is i often habitually wipe my ass every time i pee just to check okay wow okay so that's an irrational thing because i'm not i'm not coming out must be dry and bloody it's actually pretty rational for you because you have leakage which is a weird thing so (laughs) rational well it depends on my diet if i if i am on a steady diet of terrible food and alcohol yeah there will 100 percent be leakage sometimes leakage oh absolutely i live in fear of leakage however this is irrational because this is not the norm so usually there's nothing on the toilet paper but still Every time I have to do it. What what is leakage? Isn't that what was in the, the potato chips were causing leakage? Yeah, they all lay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but I think in Anthony's case, it's not being thorough when leaving the first time. No, around, I'm thorough. That's what, just my thorough. theory. You just you wipe until there's nothing there. It sounds like a thorough affair. I think he's thorough. I think he's thorough. Just from what I know of Anthony so far, he's thorough. Seems thorough on the wiping front. I like I like a good summation of character. That is a compliment of, of compliments. <laughs> yeah, it seems thorough. He's a thoroughbred. You're the kind of guy that when you wipe your ass, you make sure there's no shit left. Who? <laughs> no, but who just poops and just gets up with confidence? I've actually recently heard. Oh, oh this is, Casey. This is yes. a move? So someone just told me that like there's a community of people growing that don't, like of men, that don't wipe their ass because they think it's gay. <gasps> what? And they think that's... That it, that they don't want to touch their own butt because that it's gay. <laughs> Do they not touch their own dick? They love it. This is their thing. This is the closest thing to homosexuality there is without going over. They're so like they're just right there so on insecure. the edge. Yes, so insecure. Yeah, right. They're sitting there right on the edge, waiting for themselves to touch their butt, and then they would cross over. That's all it I needs. I believe that they're called incels. I don't know, and <laughs> I. This is what was brought to my attention, and I guess there's a large enough community that are so insecure with their sexuality that they're not wiping. So they're just like letting it hang or like j- maybe jumping in a shower or, or they just don't want to touch. So I don't know. That's what, so crazy. Do you think they still wash their hands? I guess there's no need to. Good question. Maybe that's what it's really about. I think they might be throwing their underwear on right after. Yeah, there's nothing gayer than touching another man's hand, so they can't even wash their own hands. <laughs> that's true. 
It's true. Isn't that phenomenal? I, I think it's insane. Let's take a little break here, but I love that piece of information. You, you all can chew on that on the break, and we will be right back. everybody so i i do think i have more irrational fears now now that we're talking about all this leakage stuff i think i've got more problems now than when i was young well, we'll get to my young stuff in a, in a second but just mm-hmm. to get back to the leakage because i just <laughs> i can't stop we gotta plug this stuff. leak but i even went <laughs> but i even went to the gastroenterologist i went to somebody because i was so worried about leakage and ass stuff and the guy's rooting around in my asshole for we're talking minutes because I was like, no, there's something wrong. He's like the spider in my dick hole. Yes. Yes. But it was a man in my asshole. <laughs> but it's like the spider in your dick hole. But he, he keeps he keeps saying to me, I can't make a problem <laughs> while, while, while he's in my ass. And That's we're talking so minutes because I keep saying there's something wrong. I just know I have a problem. <laughs> like I'm always constantly fearing leakage and he goes he goes listen he says listen to me and he says listen to me hard right now (laughs) if everybody were to go to a bathroom and just check their ass more people than you think would find a little something there sure like it's possible that they would sure but he says this is not a reason most people are monsters so i don't disagree with that (laughs) yes he said this is not a reason to come and see me wow wow lisa lisa always tells me that like she she saw a comedian once who told this joke that has always stuck with us which is he was like um i was peeing in front of like a new girlfriend and she was like you don't wipe and he was like, no, I don't wipe my penis after I pee because we've decided as men that we'll always have three drops of pee in our in our boxer shorts for our yeah. entire life. <laughs> like, what are you, crazy? I do wipe when I pee. It's so funny you said I that. I have started wiping, yeah. Really? Really? You two, you two wipe your dick holes? Yeah. Yeah, just just because I'm just, I'm cutting in the chase. I know what's going to happen. No. I know I'm just. That's I nice. Kinda, I kind of milk it out and then I. You know. Same. I do the drip. Wow. I jump around. I pump, and then there, I know yeah, it's inevitably coming. Take a little TP dab. We good. As you get older, I guess it gets gunked up or something, and you, you know you need to work a little harder to, to get it out. Or I don't know what it is. We talking smegma here? How's your circumcision situation? Oh boy, don't remind me. Uh, he wishes. He wishes that <laughs> he didn't have it. That gets smegma shut. Shut then. He's, he trying smeg- his, <laughs> he's trying to pull this. He's trying to uncircum- re- un- <laughs> uncircumcise himself. If I could go back in time. <laughs> wait, wait. Well, if you can go back in time, you would get one. You would, you would, would want one. No, I would, I would not have gotten one. Well, you would I not wonder, have gotten one. I wonder one. how much that would change my life. 
you know, like the butterfly right. effect. Right. Yeah. Like what's the foreskin effect? You know. Yeah. Like the butterskin <laughs> effect. If you could go back in time, you would change it. You would experience life. I would burst in that hospital. I'd be like, put that fucking knife down. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch that little boy's penis. You can only use the time machine once. Yeah. And that's and that's, that's it. what you pop. I for. think it's a victimless crime. Kill Hitler. Yeah. Have a foreskin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Hitler pops into your head. You go, no, 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 no. I gotta take care of this foreskin situation. I've never heard anybody want their foreskin back. You're the first I've ever heard that. that oh, no, there's a wrong movement. <laughs> yeah, I'm satisfied with my circumcision. I'm not part of a, you know, I'm not part of a cause or anything. But like, you know, if I had my druthers. <laughs> you still wipe your ass. You're not just getting up. Yeah, like I, I wipe my ass with one piece of paper like everyone else. You know, Yeah, you're not part, only one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He used his hand once. Yeah. I wonder how I wonder if some people are really resourceful and only actually use one, no matter how bad it is. Oh, it's impossible. Impossible. There's no way. It's not meant for that. It can't hold up. <laughs> then you get the luxury shit, and then you get less paper, but you don't need as much. But you're so, like, in the mindset of, like, you need to use, like, five rolls to, you know what I mean? Like, five sheets. Totally. Yeah. You can't trust that first wipe. Yeah. We're spoiled. We've been using a lot of plies. We got a lot of plies going on now. Uh, I still, we still keep the ply level low, but... I do appreciate a big ply. It is comfy. We should change the topic at a certain point. Yeah, we could talk about other stuff. I do, I do want to go back. <laughs> just one quick thing, too. Just Please, before Joe, we yes. completely leave this topic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, before we leak out of this. We, we, you know, I spoke earlier about, like, you know, leaving the door ajar when I'm urinating in a stall. And, and this is not, this is a learned behavior. There was a time, speaking of irrational fears, when, like, going into high school, I just assumed, because I went to an all-boys school. I just assumed that I would have to shower naked in front of boys all the time. Like, I thought that was going to be a thing. And I was very, like, shy about my body. I really was for, like, a long time. Now I'm not at all. I've, like, I've, like, kind of, like, decided not to be. I don't know what, I don't know where it came from, you know? Are you a nudist? Well, I mean, no, but, like, I'm sure that Casey was very proud of his body. But you're okay. You're comfy. I got plenty of pics I could, I could show you guys. You love showing off that circumcised penis that you wish was circumcised. Yeah, you've seen a lot of that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But so I, I think, it, you know, sometimes you have these fears that you like make a decision to like, yes, I'm going against it. Like I was afraid of roller coasters. So like no more. I, I got to conquer this thing. And now I like roller coasters, you know, and um, I used to sleep with my back to the wall so I could face my door as a kid because I saw a commercial for Are You Afraid of the Dark? That old Nickelodeon like scary show. Yeah. Yep. And it was just a commercial. It wasn't even an episode. And like some kid was like he was facing the camera laying in bed and he couldn't see the door behind him. And like some apparition came in and was going to kill him. And it just stuck in my head. I was like, I can never sleep. I have to sleep with my face facing the door so I can see someone coming in. And I have to make a mental like decision. No, I need, I want to turn and I want to face the other way. You know, mm. Joe, this sort of brings me that, that exact scenario sort of brings me to what my predominant irrational fear was when I was young as I heard a commercial and it was about the silent killer. So I grew up terrified of Alzheimer's when I was young. Oh, I thought it was carbon monoxide. Or mesothelioma. No, in this commercial, it was Alzheimer's is what they were calling it. So I grew up so terrified of this thing called Alzheimer's. And I was, and it was just something that like I was paranoid about because I thought Alzheimer's was like 
a man <laughs> that was coming for me stealthily. Al, Alzheimer's. Yes, yes. I thought he was going to creep through the window and get me. So it's something that I, I thought about all the time, and I heard it just on a on a commercial when I was a kiddo. Did you ask your parents like, what, who is Al? Oh, of course, of course, and they and they kind of like explained it to me. But I, I was like, this sounds like a conspiracy. Like I couldn't. They, right. Y- yeah. The greatest generation was so was so lazy. They used to call it old timers disease. They were so lazy they didn't, they couldn't bother with the name Alzheimer's. They were like old timers disease. I, no, no, I definitely had to learn that like way late to the game where I was like, I think they're saying it wrong, but I don't want to ask, you know. So they needed to call things like they needed to be like, it's Lou Gehrig's disease. They needed to like yeah, call yeah. things like stuff they really could remember. There was also a ride at Epcot Center in Disney. And it was called Body Wars. It was called Body, Body Wars. Wars. Yes. And, oh, they, I, 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 yeah. and they Love shrink it. you down. And so when we were online, my brother tells me, you know, we actually shrink. And I was absolutely horrified. Absolutely. Wow. Like I, I, had a, I had a freak out. I had a freak out on the line. So that's a good one. Yeah. He got me good that time. I thought you were going to say like you're afraid of splinters because like the enemy in that one is like a splinter. <laughs> yeah, there's like, like a splinter. All the white the, blood yep. cells go to like break up a splinter. And you got to like shoot it. Oh, good, good memory there for Epcot rides. Nice. I, that is very strange. Why? Well, I, I was like a Disney family. So it was like. Sure. There was like a war room and a general. It's like we're going to go in here and do this. Yes. I, I it, yes. Remember yes. It. Exactly. Nice. And so I was sitting there freaking out because it's not like we got off the ride. You know, it was like dad and me and my brother and we were all going to do the thing. And so Joel's like, you know, after dad's like, no, no, you're going to be fine. Joel, of course, is going is to look at me and give me that like the smile and the nod and the eyebrows go up like I know what's going on. So he got me good. And then to cheer you up, he took you to a strip club after. <laughs> yeah, and I, where I was told that my tits were bigger than hers. So yeah. <laughs> I want to I go back to something Joe said, because when you said, like, when I think about rational fears in bathrooms and high school, I thought you were about to be we like... We moved on from that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Change the Subject. It's not so much a poopy, like, stinky one, but it's me, Joe, and our friend Pat would, like, basically terrorize each other when one person had to go. Yeah. Take, like if you were taking a shit somewhere, like we would find you and we would <laughs> fuck with you. We yeah. would take your shoes off or oh, sure. pull your pants or just like go over the top and be like, how you doing? Like throw shit. I used to pour cold water on me when I was in there. Like a, <laughs> yeah. a pot full of cold water. At college, I used to, what there was a series of urinals, of course, in the dorms. And there was this tall, this tall fella that would go to the bathroom friend of mine, but I used to come up behind him and I would just say, hold still. And you don't really want to hear that when you're peeing at a urinal. And I, I peed between his legs. What? <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. so wild. Wait, Wait so, how? All right, so I got he, he found it. He found it. At, he found it amazingly equal parts funny. And the worst thing that ever happened to him. He was so mad, but he laughed. But he laughed. Is he super tall? Super tall. This is... Phenomenal that you brought this up. I know what you're going to say. I have a I have a saga with like with my friend Pat, and it goes like this: I was at his house. I go to into his bathroom. I close the door. Lo- I thought I locked it, but it's his house. And I start peeing. He comes his in. bathroom didn't lock. That was the thing. That was right. so fucked up about his house. Uh, that'll get you. We've all been drinking. He I come in. I'm peeing, and I'm peeing for like like you know you've been drinking, so it's like you have a lot of pee. And this is like in college or high, late high school. 
and he takes some toilet paper, he puts it over his finger, and he pushes my dick out of <laughs> out of the bowl to pee on his floor. <laughs> and we die laughing. And then like we we clean it up and throw it out, right? Wow. Flash forward to a few years later. <laughs> yeah. I go to I go to pee in that bathroom again. Pat opens the door. We look at each other. We're I'm already laughing. <laughs> He doesn't even take the toilet paper this time. He just takes my penis and he point, points it out of the bowl. He pees on the floor again. We're dying laughing, right? That's a friend. Flash forward like several years later. This is my senior year of college. And I and I go like everyone's drunk. Like I'm pretty drunk, very drunk. I go into the bathroom. All of a sudden the door opens up and it's Pat who's like visiting his like, you know, I, I knew he was there. But like his uh, his wife now, his girlfriend at the time, like went to the same college as me. He's not even in. He's not even like he doesn't go to my college kicks the door open or whatever comes in i'm dying laughing already drunk he takes my penis and he points it at myself like basically he points my own penis while it's peeing at my face so that has to be a full grab then at this point too that has to be a full oh, it's like this. latch it's like, on it's like three fingers three fingers you know what i mean like thumb like and then like the two fingers yeah yeah it's not much wow. to be honest you don't need a full hand and it's so he just points it at me it gets on my shirt and my face like the girl i'm seeing is outside like we're dying laughing <laughs> the la- hardest we've ever laughed at our I, I, I just go genius, <laughs> genius. <laughs> like it's the fun it's like the, the funniest heightening of all time and now wow. that would be protracted over years and that would be the end of it but this thing happened that Pat wasn't even involved in unrelated completely I go to a bachelor party for my friend Chris Conco he's like a good friend of mine and I like we, we go to a club like you know it's like in um Phoenix, Arizona, because he wants to go golfing. So there's that and there's like other stuff. We go to a bar and me and my buddy Sal are at the urinal and we're peeing and we're just talking. And Conco comes going, he goes, let's have a good night. And he puts his hand, both of his hands underneath our pee streams and <laughs> like, like we're both at a urinal under each <laughs> penis basically and takes some of our pee like it gets on his hands and then he comes pulls it out and wipes it on our backs <laughs> and then and he goes let's have a good night and he <laughs> we pee on his hand and he wipes it on our backs and then he goes to the sink and washes oh, his hands wow. like he just washes his hands and I'm just like what the we and Sal are like what the fuck what just happened and I immediately have to like call Pat and I'm like you'll never believe what just happened like I had wow that is fantastic that is just fearless that is there. unbelievable yeah that is sort <laughs> of unbelievable sure. P, P, P humor is so like the stakes are so high oh yeah it's so funny absolutely I gotta step up my P game I've, I've been pretty yeah pretty uh lax in my in my touching my friends dicks to make it pee on themselves <laughs> yeah. game yeah i've never just fully clasped on to one of my friend's dicks and just pointed it in a different direction you haven't lived yeah you have you peed through someone's legs so you've definitely there's some I've done something you, yeah. you're in play that you're into you yeah. open the pee gate you open the piss gates how did you do it though where's his legs were his pants pulled He's down ex- all the way <laughs> no, no, no 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 oh yeah that's... no that would be amazing if they were like in third grade <laughs> No, they were they were they were pulled out. He's a very tall man, and I'm a pretty short man, so I was able to get right mm. in there. I zinged it. Wow, Joe, you fulfilled my my ultimate dream, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> While Allie was peeing, I pee between her legs just to do it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's wonderful. yeah. We've all talked about this. Yeah, yeah. How'd it go? Was it laughing the whole time? Yeah. Like, did it go? Was it clean? 
Yeah, like, I, think I, I think I it's sat never on her lap that and, clean. I think I sat on her lap and faced her, so it was like right. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we were just looking into each other's eyes and like dying laughing. That's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, that's the that's the most sexual yeah. thing I've ever heard in my life. That's love. Like not like yeah. like horny, horny sexual, intimate. Into, sorry, intimate. Intimate's probably the. Yeah, I like intimate. romantic though. I like that. That's a concept of <laughs> very romantic. Like you thought we were going to dinner tonight? No, no, no. <laughs> romantic. <laughs> I got I got some white castle. And I'm gonna peek between your legs I'm while piss you pee. Between your legs, I'm gonna yeah. put that in our wedding vest. <laughs> and don't forget the check for leakage. Yeah, the first anniversary is paper, but the second is piss. Yeah, it turns exactly. out. <laughs> uh, well, I think this has been a real, real pleasure, boys. Thanks what for coming hoot. back on. Yeah, and nothing but pleasure. Tell us where, uh, where can people find the thing, all the things you do in the world. We've been on a bit of a hiatus with our podcast, but there's t- uh, tons of episodes to comb through if you haven't listened already. It's called the JV Squadcast. Uh, mm-hmm. JV Squadcast on Twitter, and I think all the links are on there, but it's every, Stitcher, Spotify, Casa, Ka- anywhere you can torrent us. You know, anywhere mm-hmm. you torrent, can find please, us. torrent. Yeah, please, torrent. Yeah. Um, the yeah. And then, back in it. Anything you got, Case? Uh, no, that's about it. Yeah, and, that, check out that yeah. podcast. Whatever else. I love it. You'll be able to find links to all their stuff on the Moot.TV page, too, of course, and, and to the previous episode, because you guys were... Thank you so much for coming back. It was a blast. Oh, yeah, thanks for having us. Best. Yeah, anytime. Hope you hope you come back and stop by at least once a year. This is always a pleasure. I like that it's been like a spring thing. Oh, anytime. I mean, it's great. You had so many... You, you, have, you have so, always have such great questions, so I mean, yeah. we really got on the tangent here. We answered one. <laughs> <laughs> this is always what I like. The question is neither here nor there, but where it leads, that's where it... That's what it's all about. Just don't tell anyone about the P, the P stuff so that you can avoid it next time. You know, yeah, don't release this whole podcast. Tangent. <laughs> I don't want I don't want Joe's mom to do any time because of how she right ACS calls <laughs> psychologically abused Joe. <laughs> uh, and you can get at us at nine. First of all, text us at nine two nine three five two six one seven three. Send us your text. Send us your questions or. Comment upon anything that you hear. We love hearing from everybody out there. You can also hit us up on Insta or Twitter at Lamayak Pod. We've been very much upping our Instagram game these days, and it's been fantastic to hear your comments and have you send us messages. And we love it, and we think it's delicious. You can go to moot.tv and you can listen to our other podcasts. We got White Wasabi, we got Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, we got the Derek D. Dozen, all kinds of stuff. You can get the swag, you can buy the t shirts, you can buy the mugs. All kinds of things you could buy. The book bag. There's lots of options on there. And uh, what else do we got? You can hit us up at, on Reddit at Lamayak Pod, which is kind of cool. And I believe we have a TikTok, uh, though I don't know anything about that. But we have a TikTok <laughs> as well. So, yeah, basically anywhere that you'd want to be uh, or not want to be, Lamayak Pod, probably. Uh, also, if you want to donate to the show, just click on any of the Lamayak podcast episodes on moot.tv. That's a website, moot.tv. You'll see the donate button and then just, just give us money. We're going to buy drugs, alcohol, all sorts of debaucherous things. But, you know, just do it. There it is. All right, everybody. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> Mood.tv Don't touch that little boy's penis.